<laughs> I have um, both units recording. If for some reason there's a power outage, Mercedes, I'll blank out. Don't don't freak out. Okay. Just give me a few seconds to call you back or add you in in a different way. So um, I would have preferred for all of us to be on StreamYard, but you had difficulties getting on. That's no problem. Yeah. I'll cut all this part out. I just want to say um, I'll give a little update. Maybe I'll say a little something here. Where was the, um, okay, this article that I had. All right. Okay, I have the picture of him. There's Michael Meganson, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start it out like this. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Landscurve. As you know, we talk to everybody. We talk to every situation, bar none, uncensored. So tonight, we have a juicy one, a really juicy one. We're going to talk about one of the madmen of Rikers Island. How mad is he? We don't know. His name is Michael Meganson, and he's uh, earned quite a reputation for assaulting officers on Rikers Island. As far as I see, they say documented that he's assaulted over 70 officers on Rikers Island. And if you know Rikers Island, you know that it's a rough, rough place. Well, we're going to discuss uh, with someone here who is going to divulge some information as much as she wants to. It's not for me to, to expose what I learned, but she wants to speak about Michael Megason. She wants to speak about how things are run at the at, at the jail, um, different things that will basically expose a whole lot. So what we want to do is welcome you on in, sister. Start the story off from the beginning, how you feel, and just let it flow. Talk it like you walk it and just let us hear from the beginning and don't hold back. All right. No problem. So, you know, I got the job. I was excited because it's the time for me to grow up and be an adult. <laughs> right. No one told me. Huh? No, I was agreeing with you because I hear a lot of people who go over there by the job on Hazen Street. I know Hazen Street. I've been there before. I've never been locked up. But like I said, I have a lot of friends who are officers, so I know it over there really good. But I just want to tell you, like, the mindset of when I got the job, you know, everything and, and what led everything. up to this. T take the scenic route from the very beginning leading up to this. And that's part of the story. But you want to give people all over the world a basic feel of what Rikers Island is about, because we've heard so much about it. There's so much intrigue and we want to hear the nasty, dirty details, every single thing. Feel free. Let it all hang out. All right. No problem. So, you know, I was a young, young lady and I was excited to get the job. I got the job thinking I was just going to be an adult. And, you know, I knew there were going to be, you know, murderers, rapists, people with mental health issues, but I didn't know to what extent. And I didn't know that the Department of Correction, New York City Correction, was not equipped to deal with mental health. So, you know, I'm on the job for a few years. Long behold... I have to assume a post, right? That's how I get introduced to Michael Megason. Okay, I look at it like any regular day, you know? I can handle this. I work any post. 
it is what it is, you know, say my little prayer, mm-hmm. put my little, um, <laughs> or field around me so I could keep the negative energy off me. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Regular day. Short staff. Everybody's overworked. Everybody's for the most part is angry because some posts you do not want to work. You don't have the backing of the backing of your supervisor because they really don't know what's going on. Some of them wow. don't even know the inmates that are on that are on posts and what they're capable of doing. Everything that you hear on Rikers Island when you work in there as a correction officer, everything is gossip. Everything is hearsay. No one tells you firsthand here. Here's your, your directive. This is what this inmate does. This is what's going on throughout the island. None of that. You don't hear none of that. You just got to hear it through. Oh, girl. Oh, you heard what happened? You heard that they got into use of force with so-and-so inmate? Or you heard this happen? This captain got shit it down? Or this? That's the only way you're going to find out what's really oh, happening on Rikers Island. So you're on your own. You, you end this alone. And, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but if you're not in the clique, if you're not, you know, fucking somebody or, you know, they don't really like you or you're yeah. not part of the, the crew, you, you know, they, yeah, you gave me a good shit or whatever, but I don't rock with you like that, you know? Wow. So I'm not going to really have your back like that. Yes. So you do feel alone. You feel like the department don't care. Your coworkers, you know, they hands off because everybody's protecting their pension. We got to, this is the, the, the common saying, you got to protect your pension. You got to protect your pension. You know, they get out to get us. You know, they're not playing with none of us. They mm-hmm. firing us, even though they're short staff. You're short staff. You're overworking the same staff members and you don't care. That means the warding, you know, Ronald Miller, the commissioner. Luis Molina and the mayor. So what, what's happening is no one wants to understand the state of mind of both sides. So you got to understand the state of mind of your, your employees and you got to understand the state of mind of the person in custody. You know that the person in custody, you can't gain no control over, over them. But that person that signed that contract to do that job, that mandated overtime, you could have control over them. So it's easier to control your staff. We're going to write you up. We're going to take your vacation days. We're going to send you. Wow. And we get suspended, right? So they always want to mirror the New York City Police Department. But they fall so short. You want to mirror the New York City Police Department. But when they get suspended, they get suspended with pay. When we get suspended, we get suspended without pay. So you see, you know, people doing GoFundMe for, uh, um, so that people could pay their bills, see their family. All this is happening. So how do you feel? How do you think the, the, the mentality and the morale of the staff is? You know, the mentality and the morale is nobody gives a fuck. So why should I care? Right. Everybody's playing the game because nobody. Nobody wants to do the overtime. It's mandatory overtime, right? For some. Let me stress that. For some. Mandatory overtime for some. Wow. Because some people, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, 
they know they know how to give it up when they talking you know when they feeling themselves they talking that shit like they're untouchable but here comes the person that does come to work no you 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 can't walk out they have a new rule now you're gonna get suspended if you walk out why am i gonna suspended if i already did my shift why are you banging me in banging me the supervisor that's why I feel like the supervisor sometimes has too much control of the, of what they could do to you. That's crazy. You're going to bang me in for what? But wait a second. There are no overtime yeah. limits? I mean, like, if you work a double, isn't it mandatory that you go home or they can make you stay more? They, they, you, you could, you do your double and then you walk, you know, you, you go home. However, once you pass the overtime limit, right? The overtime limit is 57 hours, but people are doing 150 hours, 160 hours, 170, so what are they 97 there? hours overtime. They're awake on the post. They have to be sleeping. Half the staff is damn near zombies. And what, what the academy fails to teach, to teach us, right? They, they talk about it. But to stress is what the lack of sleep does to you. Foggy memory. Irritable. You can't think straight. Your judgment is slowed, you know? But the, the mentality in the New York City Department of Correction is very ignorant. It's so ignorant. They're so quick. The supervisors are so quick to say, oh, your uniform, you're out of uniform. Why is your hair um, touching your collar? Where's your tie? Where's the, you wanna, you know how the correction officer is gonna think. Bitch, you stupid motherfucker, we giving you a good fucking day. We coming to fucking work. We're not fucking playing any games with you. We giving you a good day and you, you are about the wrong shit. What about this motherfucking inmate that I wanna talk about? Michael Megasin. What the fuck is your strategy to deal with this fucking savage? You have no strategy. This motherfucker's ripping things. They have to create a special cell for him. But no one knows exactly what he does. Your staff does, even your supervisors don't even know what it is that, ha that, that um, they're dealing with. He's a spitter. He plays with shit. He throws urine. You don't think your staff should be well aware of that? All they know is, oh, he's crazy. He, he just, he, he likes to fight. He's bipolar. He has a mental health issue. But he's also playing the system. And they don't, they don't recognize that. Because if they did, they would have a plan of action for him. They right. wouldn't allow him to keep doing what he's doing. Four hours of use of force and you want to write up your, your staff? No, we need to be writing you up, Warden, Acting Warden, Ronald Miller. We need to write you up, Louis Molina. We need to write you up, Mayor Eric Adams, because you're not, you want to take control of Rikers, but you, this is the opportune time to take control of Rikers. This, this savage, this animal, right? is running the show and you have no form of control with him. Right. And it's, and it's upsetting because 
staff hands the pie. We don't know what the fuck to really do. We don't know how to really react. Oh, just read your, your rules and regulations. You read your directives. Just, you know, follow the guidelines. You try to follow the guidelines and you still get written up. Yeah, and those can be interpreted in, in, in different ways. They can bend it somewhat. I'm, I'm quite sure they write it in a way that's not super specific or if they have super specific um you know, laws in there, there's other things that they can override that and bend it to what they need to do to come back at you. And it's always the officer's fault. It's always the supervisor's fault. It's always staff's fault. You should have done this. You should have done that. Well, I did the best that I could with the knowledge and information that I had and the response time that I had to think properly with the lack of sleep and the all those hours of overtime that I'm doing. You put yourself here and let's see how you will react to it. They wouldn't even have a clue how to react to it. They'd probably do worse than what the hell we're doing. Exactly. But with Michael Mayerson, he's doing interviews, right? Five years ago. He did an interview with, with the New York Times. Is this person crazy or he's just playing the system? I have to look him up. Like, who, 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 who is this inmate for real, for real? Because <laughs> clearly, staff don't know. So he's been in and out of psychiatric hospitals. So he was a little boy. His mother's not the one that suffers from the mental illness. It's his father, according to the article. The father, the father was in and out of prison. The mother, you know, remarried and she tried to have a relationship with Michael Megason, but because of his volatile, um, behavior, the, her, her new husband didn't want to be a part of that relationship with him in the picture. So he gave her an ultimatum is either me and the girls, cause they had a family or your son, and she chose her son. Oh, man. And how it turned out to be a hot mess. A hot mess. Because she, she was fighting so hard to, to be that rock that he needed, but he's, he, he's not there. He's not there mentally. There's nothing that we could do to help him. He doesn't need to be on Rikers Island. He needs to be either in Mid-Hudson or Kirby where they're equipped to deal with mental health issues. We're not equipped to deal with that. Hmm. Because, I mean, you might have a little bit of insight in the academy, knowing that you're going to deal with people. They'll tell you, like, okay, you're going to have people who have mental health issues. But they're not going to give you the full training. They're short-staffed. No. Right. So they just throw you in there. Sink or swim. I mean, and usually we're sinking. Yeah, yeah. So the morale is low. It's always been that way, from what I heard. And um, I've seen people take that job, and they age overnight. Like they put on forty, fifty years of age on their bodies from the stress, from the frustration the low morale, 
Then they have personal problems at home because of the job and the hours. And then they get hooked up with somebody there and the parking lot is like a hotel. I've heard all of those stories. And that's human nature. Yeah, well, you know what? Talk to us. <laughs> they cleaned it up. They cleaned it up. They used to have sex in the parking lot because I used to see used condoms and stuff like that, but not no more. So this is oh, a new okay. batch of corrective officers. Oh, okay. Because back in the day, I heard, look, I know, I know some stories myself now about Rikers Island. <laughs> But uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with, especially when you don't have the the right people there. You know, the people that are thinkers, the people that actually want to make a difference and make a change. Everyone's scared. I think Eric Adams is scared. I think <laughs> is scared. But what are they and scared of? Clearly, messing up their political career. Because they made a mistake. What is it that they're scared of? You know? I have no idea, but something got to give. Something has to give. And you know, the acting warden at um, West Facility, he, he, he's like hands off. He doesn't want anything to do with anything. All he wants to do is just write you up. And that's the mentality over there. Write them up. Write them up. Write them up. If you're mirroring, mirroring NYPD, they don't write their offices up like that. They back them up. They back them up to the point that they'll disrespect the mayor for their staff. You know? You remember when... um. Pat Lynch had them all turn around and give um, the mayor their back. Yeah, yeah. That was the most, that was like so powerful. As much as they call, call us the boldest, we're actually the weakest. We're the weakest. We have no control of the jails. Yeah, they try to pop that shit. Oh, you know, um, we run this. What, what it is, is we, we can multiply whatever, whatever amount of inmates are there. That's what they have. But we can multiply. We could call in. We could call in more staff, but they got to show up. And if your staff ain't showing up, how you going to multiply? We don't run those jails at all. And everybody knows that we lost control years ago. So, Some so, people want. Mm -hmm. No, I was just saying. So it is truly overcrowded and understaffed. It, it is what the media is saying is is accurate. It's completely accurate. They have no staff. They, you know, the staff don't really. There's a lot of people that do not want to do the sixteen hours. So they, you know, they play the game. They're either medically monitored, they're doing the FMLA. And, and the way I sit called policy is, is the dumbest. It is the dumbest. Let me tell you, you call out today is what? Today is well, August, August 16th. Yeah. August 16th, right? Yeah. Well, it's the, uh, actually the 15th. And for you, it should still be the 14th. 
going into midnight because okay. I'm, I'm four hours ahead of you. So for you now, it's the 14th late. Uh, it's got to be 11 o'clock or 10, 10 52 right now for you, I guess. And for me, it's the 15th, but don't count me. <laughs> it all comes off to the following year. The what? following year. So August 16th of 2024 is when you get that six, that six day back. What? Because you only allow eight sick calls. It's the dumbest, the, the most controlling sick call. You call out, like I said, wow. 2023, say January 2023, for example. It won't come off to January 2024, 2024. So, really so you have a whole year to get. Right. Everything is stacked against you then. So people are, so people are constantly chronic. They're constantly chronic because of the way the sick policy is. And then you're given, you know, you do the 16 hours, you're given time dues, which means um, you could come in two hours late into your, into your tour, but that don't help. Because if you're working all these hours of overtime, you're not getting proper rest. You come in two hours later, you're still exhausted. You, you have to cut your seat to go to work. Damn. And then forget about the weekend. There's no staff on the weekend. Regardless of the fact that Rikers is, is a 24-hour facility, it's still ran as a Monday through Friday gig. So you have no staff on the weekend. Right, that's not going to work. So whatever is not going to work. But they know this. All this that I'm talking about, they know this. The shortage of staff on the weekend. The same people doing overtime. So how can you maintain some type of stability? How can a person maintain a marriage, a relationship? Or if you have children, you have to pick them up, drop them off. If you don't have help, how does this work? It doesn't. That's why you have to use the system to your benefit. People are putting in putting in the effort of lace. They doing um right. what are they doing? Family medical leave for those who don't know. Yeah. They taking um I forgot the, the name of that specific title, but they um they call out for personal emergency. And there's no repercussions for that. So that it won't, it won't be, it won't, it won't be used against them. Right, right. Yes. So there are ways of skirting the draconian laws, huh? Yeah. Because even if you have something, say you could come in, right? And that this is another issue with with um, Rikers. Say you could come in and do your shit, but you you have to do um, mandatory overtime. You know what they tell you? You should have called out. You should have just called out. You know that you know how this job is. Wow. So is the is the favoritism blatant there, like you said? And this has got to be in all facilities across 
across the whole of America <laughs> from the people I've talked to and things I've seen in person that you have the favoritism, you have the people that try to pressure to get fired, the gossip, the, the affairs, the things. Um, I hear there's a lot of, I, I don't know how much they've cleaned it up, but there were inmates actually getting kind of touchy feely with some of the females and, you know, vice versa. Some of the males, you know, is this stuff still going on there? For my knowledge, for my knowledge, that really cannot happen. It, it, the possibility of that happening is, is very, very slim. People always say, oh, you, they've asked me that, but it's extremely slim because there's so many people always walking throughout the whole fucking shift. You have random people just showing up, popping up on your post. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to stop a lot of stuff. Exactly. So, that is that. I haven't heard of that happening. They could, you know, I've heard rumors, but you know. I'm like, please. Who knows? Who really knows? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I like I don't live that lifestyle, so I don't really care for all that. But yeah, but I've worked on posts, and you know the gossip is heavy. You hear it, you see it. You know, I guess now people have to take their activities outside. Yeah, they're taking it outside now. Amazing. So you have supervisors who don't even know their areas. They don't know what to tell you to do and they want to be hands off and let you handle it. And then when you handle it the way they say that you're not supposed to, they want to fire you or, or suspend you and give you time off without pay. Exactly. Exactly. So, so emotionally, you've got not I'm not saying you, but people who are not cut out for that job, they've got to be a nervous wreck trying to hold on to something on the slippery slope. Yeah, of course. That's why a lot of people, they don't, you know, they try to stand tough. And I'm not taking that post. I'm not working there. Uh, all that is happening because they're trying to protect their pension. That's the mentality. Protect your pension by any means necessary. Wow. So that 20 years feels like 200 years when you're not feeling it. Yeah, there's a lot to it's a lot to take in being in an environment where nobody cares. Nobody want to hear it, figure it out. We, you know, there are some decent staff members, there, some decent officers, but, you know, that's far and in between. You don't get them all the time. Wow. So you have actual coworkers that if you're not in their little clique, they isolate you or they, they, they don't warn you of things. They don't hip you to nothing. They leave you alone too. They don't look at it and say, hey, this is a person working the job like me and at least give them that courtesy. Mm -hmm. How does that work? I mean, you know, they, they try to debrief you if you come come to post on time, you know, to relieve them. But if you don't come early enough, you know, you're going to just have to assume the post and whatever the situation is, 
That's what it is. Handle it. Yes. Because people, you know, they're not going to really tell you. They don't feel like, you know, taking the time out to tell you exactly what happened, especially when you came late because you got relieved late from your, your prior post. Yeah, that's a bummer. So you walk right into a situation that's volatile and you don't even know it. Unless the person working the post yeah. you caught it. Wow. And that's, it's just a mentality. Like, you, you know what it is. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody really wants to deal with this situation. So you just left there sitting there like, when is this going to be addressed? Who's going to address it? And that's the situation that happened with Michael Megason. Like, nobody really wanted to deal with him. You know, everything is, oh, he could wait, but you know he's an issue. You know, if you don't address things within a reasonable time, he starts to become a problem. So what, was he housed in an isolated area, or at d different times, was he in general population, or was he always in the psych ward or whatever you would call it there or some kind of isolated situation. Cause a guy like that, it seems like he couldn't get along with anybody. Yeah. 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 What, what are some of the things that he did as far as the assaults on officers? Did he, I mean, we know he threw urine feces. Did he ever cut anybody? Did he ever punch anybody? Did he ever go all out? I mean, he destroyed pop property. So it's like, he's kind of like an all around troublemaker, but is he really, really dangerous or just a nuisance or we just don't know? I think he's both. He's both. Because a lot of these inmates, they always want to get paid. They're looking for a paycheck. So the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, yeah, I'm going to tell my attorney. My attorney's going to have a ball with this one. We're going to get paid with this one. So of yes, course staff is going to be a little bit. Yeah, he's he's playing it. He and his crazy is trying to make himself seen. He's definitely playing it, and he's a, he's he's a big problem amongst other inmates, you know. But he's he's definitely a big problem. Like when I heard that four hours in a use of force with this savage, four hours. How do you how, wait? Are you kidding? Me? How many officers were there? I mean, like, how does that happen? Four hours. <laughs> Four hours. What is this guy? The incredible. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard he was biting and all types of nonsense. Hmm. It, it, it's just ridiculousness. And, and just the fact that we still don't know what to do with him. He's running a mark. And he takes pride in that. Just because he's, you know, diagnosed with, with a mental illness doesn't mean he's, he has a mental illness 24-7. Right. There's always a glimpse of sanity. I wonder if he's, he's definitely got to be on some type of medication acting that way. But... Sure. <laughs> 
It's got to be business as usual with that guy. Yeah, business as usual. And he lives for that. Do they? Four hours? Mm. It's just going to have to be his, his word against mine. The power of the pen. The power of making that report. Creative writing. Hey, let's take a chance. Let's boogie. Hmm. But then you don't have back. But like I said, he shouldn't even be there. <laughs> a lot of these guys need to be either in Nick Hudson or Kirby. Explain that when you um, the different facilities there, and and tell everybody well, who's listening how huge Rikers Island is. It's a city unto itself. Explain that part about it, and then tell us about the different parts. Okay, um, it has how many facilities? It has R and D C, Rosie's, GRVC, OBCC. West facility and NIC. So right now it has six. They uh, they're closing AMKC right now. They just closed it, so that's closed. So those offices are going throughout the island. You know they're being dispersed throughout the island in different facilities. Mm -hmm. And that, that's it. What else do you want to know? Do they still have this place called the Bing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't. They don't call it the Bing anymore. Oh, really? Shows you. Yeah, they stopped using that word. Okay, it shows you the veteran offices that I know. <laughs> We're gonna send you in the Bing. No, don't send me the Bing. Yeah, they they don't call it the Bing anymore. Oh, but it's still there. But they don't call it the Bing. What do they call it now? Exactly. They call it um. They just call it like a, a CMC housing unit or oh, okay. enhanced restraint. Right. You know, these special names to mean the same thing, bang. Because they're, they're, um, they're locked in a cell, within a cell. So it's, 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 it's a little, it's a crazy setting. It's a crazy setting. <laughs> So your encounter with him, is that something you can speak about? Or maybe you want to leave that off? <laughs> maybe you can do another, another episode about yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> that would kind of narrow things down here. So we, wanna, we don't want to go there. Yeah, but you can still speak no. about it. But yeah. So wait a second. I mean, like, okay. I know from the past, from what I've known through friends of mine, like you've had some real problem guys in there. And it's like, they were the worst of the worst. And somebody who go in there want that reputation. So this Michael Meganson, right? There must be mm -hmm. other guys that are like just as rough, maybe not as crazy, but they gotta have other guys that have reputations of, of doing things to officers because um, I know the problem years ago, there was a lot of cuttings, a lot of slashing between inmates mm -hmm. and possibly with on some offices. And I knew they took care of business with the with them afterward. But the assaults on officers, would you say from when you started, and you don't have to say, till 
mm-hmm. the, the latest times that you've been there. We'll say it that way. Um, has it gotten worse or is it more under control or about the same? It's gotten worse. Worse? It's gotten worse. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, it's gotten worse. Are they making homemade weapons or, or, or officers bringing stuff in for them, for outside favors? Probably both. Yeah. Probably both. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still allowed to wear outside clothes? I mean, or have, what are they allowed to have? Because there are going to be other officers that listen to this in the years to come. So what are they allowed? Are they aware, allowed to wear jewelry, have cell phones, um, the commissary? What can they order? Like, what are they allowed to have? Because, you know, different facilities are different. Some will allow you to have, uh, you know, girly magazines, um, graphic magazines, softcore, girlfriends sending pictures in. What's the limitation on that? It's just so many things that different facilities have, whether it's a county or a state, you know, jail, prison, state, local, federal. What is the the framework there in general from what you know? They can wear um they can wear their their regular clothes, selective regular clothes within the housing area or when they're going for services and stuff like that, they have to wear um the New York City Department of Corrections khaki. Right. And now they have tablets so um, you know, they can make phone calls on their tablets. And they order their food over the phone. It's it's different now. Like we don't take care of their commissary. Like they are hands on now with wow. making their doing the commissary shopping. That's crazy. <laughs> it's too much freedom. <laughs> they're on tablets. So so if they're on tablets, they get an internet, or is it limited? Can they get on YouTube? No, it's very limited. Oh, okay. I'm thinking these guys are watching YouTube all day. smart about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But they do have a limited yeah. internet. Or is it an intranet for them to get on? on their food? It's, 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 um, no, they have to order their food over the phone, so they don't put oh, on the phone. We still oh, have a regular okay. phone system. Okay, okay. Yeah. But no cell phones. But they have tablets. No, no, no cell phones. Just right. tablets. What is considered like against the rules? If you spot them with it, they can't have it. Of course. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! Here comes a good answer. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's because crazy? <laughs> you, this is what you can't get these inmates shit. You know, you you you're using it for one purpose, and they want to use it for another fucking purpose. Oh, <laughs> the mop, the mop heads. What's up with the mop heads? What are you doing with the mop heads? They smoke the shit. They, they do what? <laughs> they, they, they they use it for what? <laughs> they, they use it to spark up, right? To spark up. Whatever drug they they want to get high on. 
For real. For real. How, For real. How it's is, crazy. How is this done? <laughs> I'm learning <laughs> something right now. I never heard of that. <laughs> sometimes, you know what's crazy? I just learned sometimes they use the outlet because we have outlets. Right. Where I'm at, they use the outlets to, to spark up. Right. Or they use, well, at the time they were using um, batteries, but they're not allowed to have batteries anymore. Mm hmm. But yeah, that's how they spark up. So they're using the outlets now. Okay, tattoos. Are they doing tattoos there with their homemade illegal tattoo guns? I've never seen anyone do a tattoo. Never. Wow. So you don't see them with fresh tattoos, you know, the Vaseline over it so it can heal. I guess that's kind of ruled mm, out. Not where I'm at. Right, right. Not where I'm at. Huh. In other facilities, I'm sure, you know? Wow. I'm sure they probably doing more. Have you ever worked with females? No. I never did uh -uh. either, and I never wanted to. Mm -mm. They were accused yeah, of I don't, don't want to deal with them. No, they, they, to me, they're yeah. worse. They're worse. Well, huh. I understand how it is for the females. I've worked with them a couple times, but I just wouldn't want to have to go through being accused of anything. So when I've, I usually had to fill in for someone else and it was overtime for me, but I didn't like it. And these supervisors, I've known them and like, come on, let's do it the favor, do it the favor. I'm like, okay, I got you. But you know what? You know, we have other females that are working. I'm not going in one of those cells. I'm not doing those cell checks. I'm not doing it. I'm not going in, yeah. you know, because they're not going to accuse me of anything. I'm not afraid that I'll feel weak if I saw something. No, but they were like, at that time, they were the females were on me. They were like trying to get a rise out of me somehow, some way, and I just stayed by the post and let the other females. If I'm if I'm needed, fine. But I told them I'm not going in there. Mm -hmm. you know, see, I touched them. Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -mm, no way. I'm gonna catch me up in that. So yeah, exactly. The men, you being a female, I think you'd probably have more maybe control than other men who are looked at as threats as a man. You know, two bulls. You know, they're gonna mm -hmm. go at each other. But um, do you notice that maybe they treat you a little different, even though they're gonna try to do something and say stuff and challenge your authority? But are they are they softer on the women um, who have a certain attitude? Because I know some women go in there and they're asking for it, but do you find that the altercations are mostly with men? With the male inmates? Um, yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when, when, it, when it's a female author, so of course they, they already sign the, the woman up. Right. You could, you could easily be overpowered and, you know, so you, you have to, like, spread lightly when you interact with them. Right. It's really, it's definitely a mind game because it's all about perception. Right, right. They, they want that that mother figure. They in their head, they create a whole storyline. They create a, right. in their head, you their girlfriend. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you know, they don't want you to be basing up on them. Oh, why are you talking to them like that? Why are you putting all that face in your voice? You know, they they want you to talk to them like you in a relationship, like right. you, you know. And it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. 
crazy, you know. At one point, there, it was a a lot of women just working, working these um, enhanced restraint posts, and there weren't that many males around because they wanted to keep the inmates, you know, calm. So you see, there there were days and shifts where it was just only women on posts. And I'm hearing that barely now. any men. Yeah, I'm hearing that across the country. I don't know where they categorize it with the different levels of uh, uh, facilities, but they say that uh, the majority, even if it's just fifty-one percent of most of the officers, are women. What do you say mm-hmm. about the proportions there? Would you? Is it is it half and half? If it is it slightly more women than men? Is it a lot more, or is it just that doesn't fly there? How does that work? It's it's more women than men. It's more women than men. And the reason being, right, this is what I heard. <laughs> the men cannot pass the background check. Wow. And that's why there's more women in, in correction. Wow. Yep. Now, I'm not le- looking to leave my charmed life right now, but it's nice to know if I need I can come in and get a job. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, let's get to the to the dirty business here. The, they call it down in Florida gunning. I know they probably call it in New okay. York something else. And gunning is when you know you're doing cell checks, you're moving around and about. You might be sitting down, you know, um, but they can see you, and they are trying to relieve their tensions. With you being the visual, I'll say it that way. Do you have a problem with that? And do you have a problem with guys in the cell who are uh, kind of doing each other? Have you seen this? Have, I'm asking for people because I know they're going to ask, why did you ask this or that? You know, what is it like that way there? Is, and, and is there a penalty for that when you catch these inmates masturbating, you know, whether you're doing a cell check and they, they they, they want to act like they didn't see you coming in and whatever, you know, because they can be slick with that. They can be annoying with that. Technically, you're supposed to uh, announce yourself. Right. Email walk-in. So all activities are supposed to stop. Right. Does that happen? You know, they want you to see them. Right, right. You, they want, they, they, yeah, they want you to see them. I mean, for me, yeah. Like for me, I don't pay that shit any fucking mind. Right. At the end of the day, you, me and you, we not having intercourse at all. So whatever <laughs> reality you create in your mind, that's a problem. That's not a big problem. <laughs> Have you ever had to say that to somebody because they'd be persistent? I've seen it. Yeah, but you know, there's, there's other women that that take offense to that. They find that extremely disrespectful. Of course. And you know, they write them off and they 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 do. You know, they go through the whole um, you know, whole channel of putting it, documenting it, and all that. But me, I ain't got time for that, nigga. You ain't getting none of my fucking pussy. So you you can go ahead and jerk off all you want. But it's the crazy shit about that is. They just walk all fucking day. No, I know. All day? I know. Nigga, your shit is limp. Your shit is limp. You're not even getting it hard anymore. 
That's crazy. I mean, I, I know that from working, but all day long until they can't, let's just say what it is, until they can't come no more. And it's still stroking a limp, a limp dick. Yeah, a limp dick. That's what the fuck it is, is limp. But, you know, it's still not right for, for us women to be going through that. But, you know, it's the mentality there. It's like, whatever, nigga. Ain't nobody paying you no fucking mind. Right. But they don't care. They still I just, do it. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Hmm. Wow. And then no improvements in certain areas and nobody wants to be hands-on. Nobody wants to handle. No. It's like passing the bucket. Nobody really wants to be bothered with, with, with the bullshit. They're already short-staffed. Can you see them being so severely understaffed that have they have they reduced requirements basically since you already said that a lot of the males and I know it's going to be some females but the majority of males are not passing you know uh, the background or the background. yeah yeah so why would they even try when they know their stuff is going to pop up if they've been arrested before or domestic violence or some type of drug use. Um, it's like the military. The military, from what uh, overall, I'm not going to say every wing, but from what I'm hearing, the military has reduced the requirements and they overlook things that they were strict about before. Um, is that going on there, or pretty much they're just taking people in after they pass? But basically, it's like the filters getting clogged. You know, they go through the whole process and everything. They find out something about a person and they can't hide them. Right now, I know the, the requirements, they dropped it down to just having a high school diploma or a GD. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know about the, the well, I, listen, all this is I've heard. Like, you know, I don't pay attention to the qualifications now. But right. um, now I, I think they're hiring people with a misdemeanor or something like that. I heard something like that through the grapevine. As long as it's, it's, it's not violent. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So, in your time there, when it's time to go to work, and you're still home, and you got a little bit of time left, do you feel a sense of dread? Like, oh God, I'm going into this place. Because I know a lot of I, I hate it. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Wow. I hate it. I hate it. Like most of, most of the staff did. They hate that shit. They hate it. Nobody says I'm going, I want to go and be a production for and do 16 hours. <laughs> it's like, I feel like this, the whole job, the, the way it's set up is a big inconvenience for anyone's life. Has to be. Yeah, yeah. it's a big inconvenience. You have to have no life, really, no life, and yeah. be a hermit and have no outside interests. It, it takes, I won't say it takes a crazy person to go there and like it, um, but who would really? like it? It's just the money, I guess, that lures them in to say, hey, I can increase mm -hmm. what I make and I'm going to sacrifice this 
But no matter what you hear about it, it's always worse when you get in there as far as your yeah. perception. That's my experience talking to different people, how they hated it. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see the staff. You don't want to see the fucking inmates. I'm at a point, don't even fucking talk to me. Like, I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> Yo, I mean, shut the fuck up. You have a good eight hours, 16 hours. You right. shouldn't be complaining about nothing. Shut up. But, you know, a lot of people there, they don't know. They complain too much. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to shut the fuck up sometimes. Sometimes just shut the fuck up. Nobody want to hear you. But, you know, everybody want to flex their muscle. What do you mean? Coworkers? They want to show you who's in control. Or, or inmates, coworkers, or staff? I mean, like supervisors? Both. Damn. Both. Because if you can't get this motherfucker, you know, whatever the fuck he wants. And that's, that's another issue, right? That's mm-hmm. the drugs there. The drugs is a mm-hmm. fucking problem. These motherfuckers are overdosing and they want to blame it on their fucking staff. Damn. Granted, if you're bringing it in, then you should be blamed for it. But if you're not bringing it in, you should be finding their family members or charging them. There's no reason why staff should be held accountable for them being over, for them overdosing. But you say family members, the visitation is, is direct, is physical, is right in front of each other, they can pass it, or is it staff bringing it in or a combination of both? It's I mean, a combination know, of both. Yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't know the exact proportions, but mm-hmm. what a risk that is to be in office and try to bring stuff in like that. Wow. Is, these they they they're dying on Rikers. They're dying, but they're overdosing. These motherfuckers come with a with an addiction. Yeah. So you want to blame your staff for here cracking? <laughs> like that is the politics. Oh, you didn't do a proper tour of inspection. You didn't check this. You didn't check that. Did you check who was bringing in the drugs? Did you check how he got it in? I think that's more important. Right. Yeah, because that's everybody's work. Make sure that you, you know you're watching them because they're overdosing now. Man. They want to smoke that shit, that paper plane like they call it. It's called paper plane. Paper plane. And half the time, they don't even know what the fuck it is. Wow. They don't know what the fuck it is. I asked them, what you smoking? What you, you know what the fuck you smoking? Right. I, th- I, I think it's fentanyl, but I, I don't know, yo, to be honest. I don't know. Look, yeah. you don't even fucking know. They're really saying But this. you hire the type. Putting it in their brain. Yeah. Escapism. Addiction. But you know, it's, it's, it's fucked up, but it's real. You want them. You you want them medicated. That's what we call. It. We call it medicated. Right, <laughs> you right. want them medicated. The unfortunately, because they they become problems. They become problems. Now they you know they being held against their will. So now they extra agitated. They're extra upset. And that's and their head. They're being held against their will. Right. Right. That's so the story that they told themselves. So to get high is an escape. Mm-hmm. Get high and escape. They can't handle it. 
Oh, shit. Wow. It's amazing. The mentality. The mentality is, is messed up. Well, I mean, I wouldn't expect them to feel good being locked up, but still, you know, the conditions there, yeah. the tension, the tension. So I know that there are a lot of officers that have alcohol issues, um, the girlfriend issues, because that's a stress reliever in their mind and maybe an mm -hmm. ego booster. Um, the ones who have problems at home beating their wives, that's going to happen. It's going to amplify everything. You have everything there on both sides. So, you know, mm -hmm. the gossip. Oh, God, that could be vicious. The lies. That's one thing, man. They can gossip. They can talk the most shit about you. It's like you don't even want to show your face. You want to run away and hide somewhere. Mm. And now we have you don't never want nothing to get out. Could you imagine that we have social media and they can check you out what you're doing? And that makes it worse. <laughs> that makes it 10 times worse. They get your pictures, they see your woman, they see your man, they see what you did. If you put mm -hmm. that stuff out there, I could imagine. Mm -hmm. Back in the day when my friends worked there, there was no social media like this. <laughs> yeah. Find out somebody's business. You know, uh, that's nuts. Because I know when I was working and they had the offices that were part of the training crew, the train, you know, people at the uh, academy. And so mm -hmm. they would tip off the other people in administration who were their buddies who had the nicest ass who was single, who they thought was a freak. And you had supervisors, sergeants, corporals that were like, yo, put her over here with us. Yeah, we want her. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and there were some who came in to work and some of those supervisors hit pay dirt. And they didn't know what they were walking into. Seriously. And there were situations on a marital level from what I could remember. Okay, say you had it this way. You had husbands and wives who worked there. And there was a set of three husbands and their wives who they all did like musical chairs. Like, I mean, like if they were standing in a circle, the three of the couples, mm -hmm. the husband went to the next wife, that husband went to the next wife. And that husband, and they were all having affairs, broke up oh, with wow. each other, and married. <laughs> married. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff. See, so so this warped world, people don't understand. It's everything you see in the outside world, but it's more intense. Everything you see mm -hmm. in the outside world is more intense and a little easy to detect. Because it's enclosed and everybody's watching. And you have inmates that will tip off what the prior shift was talking about to let you know how they were talking about you. You have all of that going on and people don't understand. And that environment mm -hmm. drives people, a lot of people crazy, stressed out. Whether you're locked up or you work. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a lot to take in. So what would you suggest? It's definitely a culture shock. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, before I even worked like that, I was ready for it. I'm used to it. I mean, I'm I'm used to I've I've experienced a lot in my life. So it wasn't a big shock because it's like, okay, I've seen this already mm-hmm. in a different situation, right? But you've had people, mm-hmm. especially down in Florida, their prior job was stocking, you know stocking shelves at Walmart in the late night shift and now they're going to the academy. <laughs> and they go in there and they're freaking out. You know, they hold it in, but like they're all jacked up. They're like, what the heck? I never saw it like this before in my life. You know, so you, mm-hmm. you know, how do you handle it? I know you hate it, but what has kept you able to endure it a little longer than most? I just, you know, like I, I do my affirmations. I do the, the the shit that you hear people do. I do my affirmations. I listen to your show, you know. Well, thank you. I listen to Positively Angela. Yes. Like I listen to Les Brown. I journal. Right. Like right. I really like I, I I stay in my mind like training myself whatever's in front of you whatever's in your reality is nothing but a distraction stay focused on your goal so it's, that's what kept me there like on that note how did you find this platform I oh god I, you know what I, I can't remember how I found out about you I just I was channel surfing and right. boom I like what you were what you were and I was like, oh, this is this motherfucker real. <laughs> he talking that shit. <laughs> you know, like I want to, I want to hear more authentic people. I feel like if people are more authentic, we have more authenticity in the world. Right. We get too many fake people. Like this, just they want to be stars online. They're not just being real. They want to be stars. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Nah, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. All right, you talk about real shit. You talk about real stuff. You talk about negative energy, how it manifested, and it, 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 you talk about everything. Things that people in a regular life don't usually talk about. Right. I got to. I've been through enough sugar, honey, iced tea. Trust me. That's some experience. It's not, yeah. I never went to a school to talk like this. <laughs> No, they don't teach you that. They don't teach you to be an independent thinker. They don't teach you to to stay positive. Everything is a doomsday. Right, right. Everything is a doomsday. Yeah, yeah. Because life can hit you with some stuff. And um, if your mind ain't right, if you're not thinking right, huh. it's a wrap. And even when you it's know, it can still be challenging. You know what I mean? So people who don't have mm-hmm. that inherit backbone placed into them from their environment on learning it on their own or having it taught to them because things are getting tighter. This is why people were, they're trying to get higher, uh, get Mm -hmm. high and escape, get into social media to escape. Cause that's one of the biggest crack Mm -hmm. pipes out here. But if you know how to use it, like, okay, I'm going to use it now for entertainment. Now for instruction, know what you're doing. Just don't push yourself out there like that. Cause your head will be all messed up. You know? Yeah. I've seen it down to the years. You know, I've seen it. 
folks start learning stuff they never <laughs> knew before. <laughs> they can't handle it, you know. But yeah, Rikers mm-hmm. Island. Oh, yeah, Rikers Island. Everything the media is saying is absolutely one hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The shortage of staff, people, inmates overdosing, but they're overdosing because they're crackheads. They want to get high. Mm-hmm. It's not because you know mm-hmm. people are forcing them to do it. But I still feel like the officers, staff shouldn't be held accountable for that. They shouldn't be held accountable for it. Man. That's just my my personal opinion. You want to get high, your family should be the one fine. Your family should be the one going to jail. Because they're bringing it in. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you know they they want to say the officers bringing it in. They always blaming the staff. Right. The officers are bringing it in. But if it is, if that's the case, then you need to you know. Arrest the officer, right. or do your, your your investigation, a thorough investigation. Right. Understood. But I, sometimes I be, you know, I be thinking this shit is a fucking conspiracy. Like you want to keep these niggas high, you know? Right. Because you know they turning up now, and they got a little drug in their system. But imagine if your whole inmate population was not, um, ha- taking drugs. Hmm. They'll be sober, right? Right. Then you have some. There'll be a problem. Right. There, there will be a real big problem. So you want that? You know. So this, this is the shit that the media need to talk about as well. Like you don't want them to die, right? But you also don't want them one hundred percent sober because then they become a motherfucking problem. You see that they drugged out right now, and they still a problem. Imagine if they they have a sober mind. Right. And you think, but see, isn't that funny <laughs> that this is the same way it is in the outside world? That they want you yeah. to be medicated up on something to a degree they can control you and you can't create a revolution, mm-hmm. right? You can't make change yep. happen. Yep. We, we outnumber the ones that basically control, but they don't really control. They don't really have control. We They make us think they have control, right? But if you can exactly. have a sober mind and unify for a common cause to make things better, it's a wrap. It's only the power that we give them. And most people don't understand. Mm-hmm. So now they have us scared. Now on social media, you can't talk about certain things. You can't say certain things or you'll be shadow banned or shut down. The voice is the most powerful thing. And especially if you know how to communicate to the masses and put them on all exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what they don't want. Yeah. 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 So it's the same. And you're good at that. You know how to communicate. You know how to communicate, Larry. You know how to do it. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I said, I got it. I said in my head, he's my mentor. (laughs) Wow, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. Make a difference. Let's make it happen. Yep. You know because because I was like, DLC can't just keep keep slaying us like that and thinking that that it's okay. We have no voice. Like we have outlets. You know what I'm saying? We not. Because people, you know, they want to get attorneys and they get in the attorneys to speak on their behalf. And blah, 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 blah. But it's like you need to hit them on all angles. Right. Right. But yes. yeah, like the staff over there, everybody's tired, tired of the bullshit. You're, you're understaffed. 
Sometimes our checks don't even fucking be right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, that's got to be the worst. They don't pay. Yeah, that shit. That's that's another fucking issue. Like even when you can't even call the union no more, like to tell them, listen, um, I was short this amount. Da 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 da. da. They give you the fucking personnel um number, right? But now the personnel don't want to fucking pick up. So, they don't want to pick up the phone. So. <laughs> So you can't go to them there? You can't like or is it located off, off like, the island? The whole the whole setting they don't even have a physical Like they don't want you to really have any contact with them. Oh damn. Yeah, it's, they they might be I, per, I honestly and I'm I myself ignorant. I don't know where the fuck HR is, is at. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's real. You admit it, right? And I bet you speak to a lot of people. Like, no, I don't know where the fuck this shit is at. <laughs> like, and, and, and honestly, and that's how they want to keep us when we don't know shit. Right, right. Dang, Maybe on. after this shit, they'll have a fucking physical HR where you can walk up and you can talk to them. Wow. Because everything is done online. Wow, I'll I'll be I'll be personally yeah. enemy at damn Lansker. <laughs> they, you, it's like they said, oh, they're they're in the main headquarters across the bridge. Oh, that's wild. But you gotta ask around. That shit ain't advertised. Mm. <laughs> that's that's dumb shit. They do they do a lot of. They do a lot of nigga shit, <laughs> and that's why nothing. They can alright. They do so much fucking nigga shit, and then they want to act like you need to be professional. Wow. This is why they bring in fucking drugs because this shit is being run out of the fucking rock. Right. <laughs> like you, shit. This shit. This. There's no professionalism there. At all, but they want to hold us to the highest standard. Damn. <laughs> yeah, everything is fine. You think that shit is a fucking joke? And you have to uphold those standards <laughs> while you're being screwed with no grease. Exactly. Mm. Not that grease is going to make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any other city job that can give you more stress. I mean, I hear people complain. I hear police sometimes complain, but they, they get the backup at least. Sanitation. Exactly. That's you know, one thing, but uh, you get into your zone, you have the camaraderie, you're out in the open. Just be careful about what you throw inside that garbage truck. It might be a body in bags. <laughs> Hmm. Had a friend and freak out. He hit um he took some garbage and you know put it in the back and you know the, the thing came down mm -hmm. to crush it. And um it didn't go all the way in and he was turned around. They were looking at some woman, that's what it was. And it was a dog in there in the bags, cut up a big dog, and 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 everything exploded and hit him all in the face and his mouth was open, maggots and everything. Yeah, he was out of it for a while. Huh. 
That's nasty, you know. But at least, you know, it's better than somebody throwing some feces or urine on you. Yeah. Huh. Mm. You should be able to press charges on the fucking inmate with your department or outside of your department. But they wouldn't allow you to do that. You're on the front line. <laughs> it's like nobody, you know, when when you actually trying to push forward to do shit, they push back. And you start saying, "Right, this hands off." Yeah. <laughs> Let your department deal with that shit. Mm-mm. Huh. That's something that's, uh, I don't know. Hold on, protect your pension. I guess they got it right. Do your eight and hit the gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mandatory overtime. So, what is it on? Back in the day, it was the first and your last days, right? Like, say it's five days a week. Is it different now? You get every day you go to work, <laughs> every day you stand. So wait now, what if you did two days of overtime? Like, you know, you did you did 16 hours a day. The third day you can still get hit? You still, yep, oh, you still sucks. getting bit. Yeah. It'll make no sense. It's, it's a lot. And then when that overtime picks up, hmm. <laughs> that's even worse. That shit picks up for 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 years, for months. <laughs> You're like, yo, it, it just slowed down for a week or two. Then this shit picks up and out of nowhere, you just going. Mm. Six months straight, eight months straight. Mm. <laughs> you like, shit. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the whole system, it, it needs to... It needs to be revamped. And it starts with the basic shit. Have your HR visible. Teach the fucking um, timekeepers how to do the fucking... um, Payroll. The payment for for this. Yeah, the payroll. For your staff. Mm -hmm. Act like you give a fuck about your fucking staff. Stop fucking trying to send them to jail for every fucking little thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. but, but this is what I'm like. They want to mirror PD, but they're not killing their fucking staff. They're not selling them to jail. I could kill if I was me. I could kill somebody right now mm-hmm. and won't go to fucking jail. Well, when Pat Lynch was there, he made sure I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, word, man. So, so I take it. Give me the reasons why Mayor Adams is not loved on Rikers Island. Now, nobody fucking with Mayor Adams. You're black, man. And you, you over here, this whole department. 
black, Spanish, and West Indian. <laughs> a trickle of Asians, a trickle of Caucasians. You're supposed to be protecting your fucking peoples. Right. Because at the end of the day, they're not getting that. They, these inmates, they're not acting stupid with the fucking judge, with the court officer, or PD. Hmm. They make sure they have a good grip on them to, to control them. But you know, like they say, you know what you signed up? Hmm. So get disrespected, get your dick shown, <laughs> get spit on, get fucking urine thrown on you, shit thrown on you, hmm. go to jail, do state prison time. Get convicted for some shit because this piece of shit overdosed. Man. They got these problematic inmates and they don't know how to handle them. <laughs> you would think after so many years and decades for some of them with hands-on experience and all of these people who are supposed to be mental health specialists and even different states, how they may have facilities that are run better. You'd think they would be able to come in and suggest some things to make things better for the officers. And, you know, they, they don't. we know those who are there, probably most of them did something to get in there. There's some innocent ones, but even to protect them from each other, to make the job easier, ultimately for the for the staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are different. But like I have to get this shit off my fucking chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we in the room. I was like, yo, we'll, we'll do it. I was like, whenever you see how I am, I'm four hours ahead of you, but I'm we rolling, you know. We fucking rolling. I'm like, I'm I'm thankful and grateful for your platform. Honor is mine. Because I was like, all hope is not fucking lost. <laughs> Mayor Adams is gonna fucking hear it. Yep. Molina's gonna fucking hear it. This fucking Miller gonna fucking hear it. Y'all niggas gonna have to feel this fucking muscle being flexed. You tell them. You know, because it's like they fucking annoy me. They piss me off. They're fucking irritated. <laughs> I mean, I watch the news. I watch the news. I keep up with New York because I was born and raised there. And I have friends there and I have friends there that are retired and they tell me things, you know. And so for those who are listening, I'm reaching out to everybody who works here. They got to have something to say. Just hit me up. My contact information is below. You know, if I can help believe that, yeah. let's do it. Plus, I ain't going to lie. It's, Cause you know, it's damn juicy. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna lie. That ain't why you want to know the bullshit that's on Rikers. Exactly. Is that fact? Even the feds want to know. For real. The feds know me well. So they're listening too. 
if they can listen, it's the same shit they already fucking know. They already know. Like, and this is what I'm talking about, authenticity. Because if, if the mayor knew who the fuck he was, if Molina knew who the fuck he was, if Miller knew who the fuck he was, he, all of this won't even be fucking happening. Right. Because they have the power to change. But people don't have no spirituality in them. Right. No they don't have no consciousness. Integrity. They don't have no awareness. That's right. Decency. No decency. Mm-mm. Until one of theirs has to get locked up, or until one of theirs has to get, mm. you know, assaulted or, or you know, violated some kind of way, then they want to bring the wrath of hell down on people. But until then, it's somebody else's problem because they live an isolated life in a gated yeah. with police protection in their own business. So, you know, that they mm-hmm. do to protect themselves, they're cool. If you do something to protect yourself, like you said, you might have to go up and do state time. Yeah. Because you think you think Eric Adams is just going to let an inmate just throw shit on him, <laughs> piss on him, spit on him? Right, He's right. going to flex his muscle. He's going to flex his muscle. Mm. You think the fucking judge is going to let these inmates just go there and talk shit? <laughs> the court officers is going to regulate that. But who the fuck regulates in, in, on Rikers? Right. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got their fucking hands tied. They can, their emergency service unit, they can't, they can't come and do much because they get fucking written up, lawsuits, all types of shit. Hands off, you know? They doing minimum shit now. Like I said, New York Boulders is New York weakest. Yeah, I remember the t-shirts you used to wear. New York's boldness. Ain't no boldness there. You better be calculating. <laughs> if you're going to be bold. Because <laughs> you'll be out there fucking pension. Dang, it's messed up. <laughs> Y'all, it's like... And you know when you when you living in fear? And you have that shit looming over your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have your directives. You have your 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 pepper spray, your body wall camera, all that shit. But that fear, that fear stops everything. You in the supermarket on your day off, and there's somebody looking at you a little too long. You like they know me from 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 the facility. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are they gonna do something? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I think this is the, the realest fucking interview. Because Vice had something, but he, you know. <laughs> Vice or, or the white underbelly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Soft white underbelly. Well, Maybe no. he had something. I'm like... <laughs> he looks scary. I ain't gonna lie. Like he'll run out of there. Something yeah, because <laughs> that's the problem. You don't want to. You you want to break some shit, right? You want to break the story yeah. about Rikers, but you really don't want to rub nobody the wrong way. <laughs> 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 but you want that million, that fucking million view. 
<laughs> Yo. Doing an interview scared. I said all hope is not fucking lost. I got Lance Skirt. Okay. <laughs> That's a fact. That's what Shit, I do. Fuck that. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Folks worried about the Matt. Yeah, yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, you know, society is ran by fear. Don't have a big mouth, don't have an opinion. Don't make no trouble. Don't yeah. think, don't make no trouble, all that. And you, and you know, you just don't know how programmed you are until you, until you put in a position. You're like, shit, damn, I didn't even react properly. <laughs> The fear, so fear is so. That's just, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, be prepared. You know, have the mentality to be prepared. But I refuse to want any fear. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, you're 60 years old now. How do you look so young for your age? It's like I'm not scared. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm not a tough guy now. But I'm not walking in no damn fear. Mm-hmm. I refuse that. That's what makes you old. Mm-mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but that, I hope I hope you got the story you, you wanted. I hope I answered all your questions. <laughs> oh yeah, there'll be more, and I know you're probably ready to uh, wind down here. You're over there. This is just part one. Whenever you want to do part two, and yeah. more, just hit me up. Let's do it. I'm like, okay, give me two minutes. Let's click these buttons and let's roll. Like I said, yeah, like let's rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know anybody? Yeah, because some of us here. actually all right, because we're like, I hope, I hope the feds take over. Maybe there'll be more order here. Oh yeah, you know it will. <laughs> you know they're watching. <laughs> I hope there'll be more professionalism. Right. And more backup. And you know what, Kelly? They don't want you. They don't. They don't want you to curse. <laughs> but that's what? these niggas curse. That's the language <laughs> to speak. Of. What are you yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. They suspend people for cursing on camera. Wow. Like you just did some stupid shit that in the street would have probably got you murdered. <laughs> and you not think I'm I'm supposed to be the professional? <laughs> nah, I'm about to get on my hood book of shit and curse you the fuck out. Meet me outside. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And they know they know who's who. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a very valuable uh, uh, talent to have. To know how to conjugate exactly. curses. That's right. You have a full vocabulary, but that's the language they understand. That's right. Because when you be like, oh, excuse me, sir, can you... <laughs> you sound stupid. You sound real stupid. <laughs> so if you're going to change the rules, add some little cursing in there. That's right. Be able to be the, the what they call it the inmate the inmate whisperer. <laughs> who, who wants to who wants to eat a hamburger with with no ketchup? Who wants to eat a hot dog with no mustard? Who wants to eat Chinese exactly. food with sauce and soy sauce? You better sprinkle some curses in there. Make them exactly, but this, 
And don't do it corner. They want order on Rikers, and you don't want want your staff to act a little street, right? With these motherfuckers. Shoot. But these are murderers, rapists, right? Right. Very assaultive. But you're supposed to go in there with perfect population English. and very polite. Exactly. This is the the the, the stupidity of the the, the human mind. <laughs> When they're wearing suits and ties. <laughs> or maybe it's just a, a political strategy. Who knows? Well, they probably, Act like I'm fixing it. Stir the staff up. No, but they want to keep you stressed so you don't last long. So you don't yeah. get that pension. Exactly. Because I mean, yeah. if some inmate in, in, in your face, what are you going to say? Excuse me, sir. Could you please back up and give me a little more room? <laughs> your breath is very exactly. offensive. You ain't going to do that. <laughs> and it's, some, it's so much stupid shit with that shit when a, a fucking inmate gets up in your face or you're about to pepper spray the motherfucker. Oh, you're not three feet away. Who the fuck is counting? I'm here to fucking spray this nigga. However, fucking lands and fucking lands. That's reality. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about what this guy... Honestly, who the fuck cares about that, that, that fucking directive? Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, I fucking spray this nigga, if I spray him. If I turn my fucking camera, my body-worn camera on, I turn it on. If, if, if it's not on, it's not on. Mm. That's it. Yeah, because there's so much happening in the moment. But they want to mirror NYPD. I just found out, right? Because I don't watch the news too much. But but one of my homies told me that because PD is being caught with their cell phones, right? Mm -hmm. Now they they eliminated citizens that. Because they were recording them on their cell phones. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, you see the power of that fucking um, NYPD? That's power. To, to shut that whole shit, shit down Citizen App. Because everybody was going to Citizen's App when something happened. Oh, check Citizen's App. It's usually on that. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're making sure they're back. What we got? We ain't got shit. <laughs> We ain't got shit. We ain't got shit. You you got yourself and that's it. Unless motherfuckers is fucking with you like that, you under the protective class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nepotism. Right. <laughs> but if you have to start from the bottom up, however you did it. Mm. Hmm. Good luck. The slippery slope of Rikers Island. Damn if you slippery do, slope. Damn if you don't. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how many people make it to twenty years. I wonder if they did a survey to state hmm. that maybe less and less people are making it to their time of retirement. You know. How long does it take to get invested there that you can leave early? You can leave early, right? Get, get something. But how long do you have to stay? 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. 
But they're like, the way shit is going, people are already planning not to stay long anyway. They go on the PD. That's why I've been talking about PD all this. They've been going to PD because they tired of, they'll see bullshit. You writing us up for everything. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to handle these fucking um, volatile inmates. You have, you lost control of your jails. A lot of them suffer from mental health issues that we, we're not equipped to fucking deal with. And they know that. You know, a lot of the officers are going to have mental health issues working under those conditions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, you see it, you know, you see it. You see it. You see it. At times you go in, nobody want to talk to you, you know. Nobody really want to say much. People, are, you know, they're tired. They're mm -hmm. irritated. You see, you know, it's, just, it's a negative environment overall you know they try to bring some form of sanity in there by you know selling food and having cookouts and stuff like that but you know I still don't bring the morale up because there's not enough people that care right and even when shit when shit happens to you Care the care unit, right? Like th this is what bothers bothers me with care. Okay, you know your staff is overworked. They're not they're not sleeping properly. They're going through their own shit working in these fucking jails. You're not in the jail. In a sense, you got you got to think for them a little bit. You got to care a little bit. Right. Like your conversation shouldn't be empty. When you hear someone venting and, and being frustrated. It shouldn't be, well, yeah, you know how it is. Exactly. You don't have nothing to say. You have nothing to say. de-escalate the situation they don't handle skills yeah like they, they have no yeah they have no social skills and they can't assess the situation and, they can't assess it properly they, so they're going to go wrong exactly if you, if you can't understand what's happening immediately to assess the situation how are you going to you know de-escalate it how, how, you can't do it these guys are in their own world. Because every everybody gave up on mm -hmm. all angles. You call the union, right? Like, no. <laughs> this is this is this is what happened. Right? So they giving out great adventure tickets, right? So you you know, they signing you you gotta sign for your tickets or whatever. But it's like even the union delegates where they, they look drained. They look like they're being swarmed with so much, you know, so much shit that's happening throughout different facilities. Like, they're, they're over it as well. And, you know, I just, I just looked and I said, hmm, they're feeling it too. And they're not even in the jails. They just come and do pop-ups, you know, drive-bys, like we call them, just a drive-by. 
saw on all angles. Everyone's feeling it. So do you think that the frustration that's ever growing gonna create a situation where it's gonna be some type of explosion that that facility has never seen before? I mean, you know, it's rough for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And even though you're getting all this overtime and you get to make this money, but at what price? And then you go out in the outside world and we have these other stressors. It's, it's, it's beyond a level that I would have ever thought from what I know. And I know mm -hmm. New York City, but the New York City, I know I last lived there early 2001, but I still keep in touch with it. So I know what it tastes like, the stress levels. And I've never worked at Rikers, but I've known enough people. And I know people who are in there. Not that we, I communicate, mm -hmm. like, hey, let me just write all these letters. But no, no, no. I mean, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you hear about it. Hey, man, you know, yeah. so up in Rikers right now. What, for real? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the 15th time. What's up? <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't know my city. Yeah, you know your city. Your city's rough. I know. I've been out. I've been out of it for a long time, and I still dream in New York. Like I don't dream about Florida. I lived there for nineteen years. I still dream. I'm in Africa now. Speak up, Africa, right? <laughs> and I'm still dreaming. Mm -hmm. like I'm in New York, and it's normal. It's not like wait, why, why am I dreaming this way? It's just natural. I'm like oh, me, I put the train. You go upstairs, get something to eat at my favorite restaurant. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like still mm -hmm. there. And the funny part about it is people still call me that don't get out a lot. Hey Lance, man, um yeah. like, what's up? Man, I need you to give me some directions. I said, Come on, man, you are you serious? Directions? <laughs> yeah. And the funny part about it is nine times out of ten, I know. And when I tell them, I say, Yo, when you get to that gas station, there should be like two dudes standing there with fatigues on and hoods. And one guy like sprinkles, you know, uh, 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 you know, it's gray now in his, his beard because these guys never leave. And like, yo, you were right. How'd you know that, man? <laughs> I'll tell mm -hmm. you their names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I hear all the news too from, from there. I get the daily calls from different people. You know, so, yeah. Yo, you know, so home, home girl's pregnant, right? That church girl, right? She was, oh, yeah, somebody knocked her up. Like, For real? <laughs> Who got her? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know everything about my neighborhood. So it, it's always going to come in you know, handy. Entertainment, too. So that's what it is. Mm -hmm. So so overall, living in that area, you know, of the world, mm -hmm. you won't disclose it, but you have to pay. Wherever you live to be able to go, go to Rikers, you there, you know? I don't care if you live yeah. a little bit upstate mm -hmm. or way on the island, way up Staten Island, whatever, you there. And and I would believe that the further away you live from the facility, it's gotta be frustrating on the commute when you have to do all this overtime. Like I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh. I try to get a place close by <laughs> so I can get more sleep. I don't want to be sitting in traffic. You know? Mm -hmm. That traffic is rough. Mm. If it rains, you you sitting in traffic. Dang. It's like, huh. Mm. <laughs> Even, you know, there's a bus system <laughs> on 
on Rikers. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that sounds to be interesting. So if you're not fortunate enough to, to get a pass to drive from your house straight to the facility, mm-hmm. you got to take that fucked up route bus. Oh, man. That th- They really want to operate like they MTA. They got a schedule <laughs> that they don't follow. Of course not. All late. <laughs> The whole the whole Rikers is nothing but a shit show. <laughs> so if if they really want to fix it, they gotta start with the basic shit. Right. Like I said before, where's HR? Who's my who's my 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 fucking timekeeper? Who's doing the payroll? Where is it? Exactly. I don't. I shouldn't have to call this one that one that to get to this motherfucker. <laughs> and God forbid you don't pay me for. Thank <laughs> God lately they've been on they've been on time with the pay with the payroll system, so I've been getting all my hours. But when they're not, you gotta make copies of the fucking logbook. Oh, <laughs> you gotta resubmit your overtime. All that shit is added stress. Like, why do I have to go through all these fucking changes? Like, fix the fucking basic shit. I didn't fucking get paid for these days. Exactly. They just now started, um, they implemented scanning in and scanning out. I don't know if it's really working. Yeah, so your time will be down. Yeah. They, you know, they don't really have a, a system to to control Rikers. They're trying to control it, but the only thing they 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 are doing is controlling their staff. But they don't they don't know how to actually make that machine run. Right. There's no order there. So you know, you don't care. I don't care. I'm just gonna show up. <laughs> get your money and get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't write me up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> protect your pension. Oh yeah. Protect yeah, protect your pension. That's that's all they say, protect your pension. But that's bad when you have to have that mentality. You're there to work, do your job, and they're supposed to look out for you. Now, to have that mentality I mean it's just to have it that way because they're not your friends, but to go somewhere where you have to yeah. protect your pension and you know they're coming after you, they might come after that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's that's not too cool. Like the police department, they know they have backup and you don't have any backup. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many people go on. You the see more but that's that's why you see more white boys there. Right. And you don't see too now you're starting to see more blacks and Hispanics, but it's still dominated by white. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Damn. Damn. But uh, um, corrections is ran by black, Spanish, and West Indian. That's that's who's making it, that machine function. Man. There was a gentleman that I knew that was, a, I think it was a captain there. 
but he passed away mm -hmm. many years ago. A Jamaican brother. And um, he was very strict. He did his job, but he was very strict from what I heard. He um he wasn't mm -hmm. a prick, but he just he, he didn't play. He did not play from what I yeah. heard. You know. And um I don't know if you you know, you may have crossed paths. We'll talk offline, but uh, we'll talk offline. Yeah. But I know listen, I know you're winding down. I've done shows so many times yeah. and the energy's going down. <laughs> so I like to end on a high okay. point. <laughs> and yeah, I will be bugging you about doing more. Yes, because I know everybody's going to like this. And, um, especially if you... I hope so. Of course, of course, of course. Trust me. I know. I've been doing this for And I hope time. everybody is listening. I hope the mayor listens. <laughs> I hope the feds listens. I hope Molina listens. I really hope that they really listen. And have an ear for, you know, all right, she's, she's speaking what I need to hear. Because these yes and, and, and no, no man are not telling me exactly what it is that I need to hear. Right, because they're going to these, you know, they they come to Rikers, and they taking them to these, you know, facilities that are safe. Right, right. They're not showing the real. But you you need to see, you need to see yeah you need to see your staff tired. And ask them. you need to see see exactly no, no repercussions, no repercussions at all. Have them write it down or something. No you, repercussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to do that. You you need to have a dialogue with your officers that are working in the jails. Right. On all shifts. Yes. Yeah, give us that strong finish since, since we're wrapping it down. Yeah. T t just say what it is all, all over again in, in a condensed manner and just go for the knockout. All right. Eric Adams, Luis Molina, you need to come to Rikers, speak to your officers. Without, without the whole um, crew, without the cameras and all that, and, and the photographers, and come and actually understand the mentality of Rikers. Understand it from both angles, the inmates and the staff. And actually come with an open mind and an open heart, your ego aside, and see what can be actually done to better this. I have a, I have a suggestion. Stop putting your officers in jail. Stop writing them up for every little stupid thing. If you actually want to mirror NYPD, because we're always writing the coattails of NYPD, mirror them and mirror them the way they're doing their things, where they're backing up their staff. They're not hurting them. They're not sending them to prison. And I hope you hear this. And with all... I'm not here trying to shame nobody. I'm not here trying to make them look like clowns or anything like that. I'm an authentic human being. I like to speak with transparency and with straight, direct conversation. I don't like to hide behind shit, you know? And if you open for a dialogue, listen to this and get back to it. That's right, my contact. But listen to your staff. <laughs> yep. Hit Lance Curve. <laughs> hey, there's no excuse. I'm always, uh, hey, call me. Email me, lance at lancecurve.com. You'll always get through. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody always lying on TV. They, they don't want to talk about the real shit. 
But then they want to say, you know, things got to get worse before they get better. Why does it have to get worse? Why just can't get better? But, you know, I think I spoke, I spoke enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll keep you on for eight hours. It don't matter to me. You know me, I roll. But, no, I'm going to consider it. And, um, you know, I know you're yawning and want to wind down a little bit. You know, this is my thing. And I'm just so glad that you took the time to express yourself and enlighten us out here who don't know. I'm hip to a little bit of it, but that's the joy yeah. of me doing what I do. I did not know when I woke up this morning that we'd be talking about this. And this is a, a, a pleasure. You know, we were on the last show in the chat room. I said, call me, you know, hit me up. And here we are. So. Yeah. That's that yeah. those beautiful spontaneous moments but you gotta be ready when the call comes. And that's my job. So I thank you, my sister. And um All I'm, right. I'm gonna be reaching out to you. I'm gonna give you a break a couple of days. I'm gonna say, hey, you know, let's get yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was nervous. I was like, I hope when I say this interview when I I'm talking clear, I'm direct. <laughs> 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 There's no way. No, just speak from the heart. It can never be messed up. I won't let you do that. No, I won't let you mess up. I've been doing this a while and I know how to fill yeah. your gaps and you know, talk a little bit when I need to. Yeah. You know, stimulate you okay. keep going, jump start you and everything. But yeah, thank you so much. And I just want to say to any other people out there that are working in Rikers or any other facility or whatever. Whatever the topic is, you want to yeah. you give me a call, give me shoot shoot me an email. And we'll make it happen. Emails are better. And um, I thank you, sister. Get a good rest tonight. And I'll have this up tomorrow. Yeah. I don't play. I get right on it. I might stay up until it's up. But you'll see it up tomorrow. And thank you so much. For taking the time. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you for your platform. Because your platform was the reason that it gave me hope. I'm glad it did. I'm like... Like, the hope ain't all lost. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesse Jackson, keep hope alive. <laughs> no, we just going to keep it alive. We're going to keep it alive, but in a way that is not like him. We're going we're gonna to do the real work. We're going to put the real work in there. And and, and you can't yeah. say your New York's weakest because you're New York's boldest because you had, you're a woman, but you had the symbolic balls to come on here and speak your mind. It had to be done. Somebody, somebody got to get the message out. Dang on right. Because everybody's talking on the island, but ain't nobody calling out these guys' names. <laughs> like, you need to call their asses out. Because <laughs> everybody's scared. And you know, like, you know, I, and people don't want, they don't want that smoke. Right, right. They don't want that, they don't want that, that hostile environment. No, they don't. He don't. You're right about that. But at the end of the day, if they, if they really want to fix Rikers, mm -hmm. they, they, they should listen to this interview with an open mind to actually make a change. You're right. Put your ego aside. Don't say, oh, she, she did some foul shit, name and name. No, none of that. You re you know you really want to fix Rikers? This is the truth. Yes. So so fix it. Deal with your mental health issues that's happening there. 
That's a big one. Yeah, your drug overdose. That's a huge one. You're suspending staff and you already have shortage. That don't make no sense. The same people working over 57 hours, which is the mandatory hours for the month. Mm. So, thank you, Lance. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This is precious. All hope is not lost. There you go. So, as long as I can keep it going, you know. That's right. That's right. From the inside, the truth mm. that you shared. I hope this enlightened people mm. who didn't know who don't know what the officers have to go through and the type of job that they have to do with no backup. Yes, they're good supervisors mm-hmm. here and there sprinkling. They're good officers here and there. But the conditions and the morale and what what you have to walk with, with I'm not going to say fear, but just the apprehension of what can happen any time and not have backup, it's not a healthy place mm-hmm. to uh, work in. And the bottom line, I have to take my hat off to you for being so strong and being one of New York's boldest. I don't know about the other weakest ones, but you're bold. Trust me. <laughs> look, I, look I, I try every day to make the best decisions to help society. Well, you do. And to actually uh, uplift people. So I like to breathe life into people. So, right, right. So, well, you're doing that. You're doing that. And I thank you. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you. <laughs> so you have a good evening, a good rest, and I know you're going to bug out when you hear your voice on this interview. But it was excellent. It was good. <laughs> you're quite authentic. I feel like I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a Johnny Depp moment, <laughs> like Johnny Depp. He does his acting, right? right? Not that I'm acting. No, no, I know, I know. But he doesn't watch the movie. He doesn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not even gonna listen. I don't listen to myself. I mean, <laughs> editing, I have to, but I don't like. Let me go back and hear myself. It's like it's out there already. It's done. On to the next one. Yeah, let the universe handle it. Let God handle it. Exactly. I don't know what I sound like. I don't know what I said. I kind of remember certain things, but people say, oh, that was a good show. And I'm like, okay, I take your word for it. You didn't listen to it? No. I was there. I am it. I mean, I remember it. I was in it. You know, so I have to go back and listen again. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, we all have our idiosyncrasies when we're doing certain things. So that's, that's just my thing. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. But- Thank you so much. This is not no the last problem. It's not the last time. It won't be the last. That's right. That's right. We're starting moving here. <laughs> Trust me. I might have a bunch of other people call me up, and I have to thank you for that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We we need we need an outlet. Understood. That's actually you know that has our face. Right. You you did the work. So you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I got a whole lot of stories of my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then you know, after being out of there and driving the city bus for so many years, and 
I always went to the neighborhoods where it was predominantly us and a lot of us who were locked down. They would come out and see me ride my bus. I got nothing but love because I knew how to handle it. I knew how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. And do my job while not coming off as a prick. I gave respect. I demanded respect. Exactly. It was my job. If you want to make it harder, you know, hey, I'm not here to break your balls, but if you want to make it harder, that's on you. And so they understood. So I never had any issues. Actually, I had a very good time. But then again, it's a different flavor down there than it is in New York. But it can get rough. People think of Florida. And say, eh, Florida, palm trees, Disney, how bad it could be. Let me tell you something. They don't show you the hoods and how hmm. things is off the chain out there. But they don't want to scare the tourists yeah. away, you see, because tourists look at them. Exactly. They don't want to put too many things out there that's bad. So they keep it quiet. But you go mm-hmm. down there, you're like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a whole yeah. different thing. So, you know, it's just human nature, different slang words, different mentalities, but the same thing. We all want respect. We all want to live all right. You know, some people make bad mistakes and bad choices and have to face the consequences. And I understand that, you know, yeah, that's just a matter of communication, which you can communicate and identify and make them know that you understand their position, but they have to understand your position and then you can get along in where you are, you know. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Just a mere job. Do your eight and hit the gate. So I think once again, and um, I'm going to talk. I'm going to go working on this, even though right in the crowd count of the time is 429 a.m. But these are my hours. I get down. Everybody's sleeping and I'm focused. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Have a good night, and when it's up, I'll, I'll shoot you the link, and um, you'll see it still too. All right. Thank you so much for being okay. so old, and you are very strong, my sister. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, Lance. Always. Bye. <laughs> 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 right. Bye. Bye. Take care. Take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat. I see the things that they do, way less than they see. Because it's all.
like the utmost wanted Trying to rule the block but don't know what goes on it News got a story with a new take on me Carrying out the window with the screw face on me But I know that God love me when my burn 95 degrees and I can't get sunburned Wonder when your government don't make me legal Burn the whole city if I can't be equal Get off my d- please Brad I earn that 400 years how you still ain't learn I take pack to the lung kill the stress to the heat I'm trying to do more for the soul way less for the bread oh yes sir uh, I take pack to the lung kill the stress to the heat I see the things that they do way less than they say Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Shout out to the trying to gentrify the genre Tell them free my Middle finger to your honor In the days coming down the seconds on the timer Goofy still trying to purchase that designer About to buy learn to grow my own food Cause I don't like the look they give me in the Whole Foods And when you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready But it ain't on me now, I'm limping cause my heavy But ain't sweet, think we thin My whole attitude on MC Ren It's my neighborhood now, Bob, I bought that 400 years, how you still ain't caught that? I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat I'm trying to do more for the soul, way less for the bread Oh yes sir, uh, I take pack to the lung, kill the stress to the heat I see the things that they do, way less than they see Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real, baby, look out Cause it's a war on the real, baby, look outside uh, A war on the real